Hello, we are in Genesis chapter 3 and we will be discussing about the story of man, Adam and Eve and the fall and which begins in Genesis 3 verses 1 to 24 and here we talked about this, we're going to see this serpent being used by the devil and in verse 1 it begins with now the serpent was subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, had God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And you see serpent is used by the devil here. And <clears throat> serpent is a cunning and crafty creature. And the devil has a corrupted wisdom that this is that uses the wise creature like the serpent. And here you see Lucifer, once a heavenly creature that is being cast down on the earth for judgment, and which begins as according to Ezekiel 28, verses 17, he says. And I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Verse 17. Thy heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold of you. And apparently... Satan was given to be dominated by man and man he was supposed to have dominion over all the creatures of God and elements and here you see God also gave um, this angelic being that was cast down to earth for judgment to be dominated by man and him and his fallen angels we are, we are, that were cast down to earth, we are to be given out, we are to, to be given in the hands of men to dominate. Also, the word cast out, <clears throat> in reference to Revelation 12 verses 9, you, you hear it says, in Revelation 12 verses 9, it says, and, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the whole world he was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast down with him and satan is a fallen cherub it's a fallen uh, angel that was being that was cast out to earth and here he uses the serpent to come to deceive man and here you see a crafty angel and he's looking for a loophole and one of the things he said is did God say he says and then he says did God say and he was talking to Eve he, he questioned Eve's belief and before he questioned the Lord Jesus well if you can see in prior to Jesus days the same serpent came just as you know almost similar to the way he uh, tempted Eve but here 
he questions the Lord Jesus Christ's identity. He says, if you are the son of God, if you are the son of God, do this. And he does this in order to sow the seed of doubt. And this is the way of the serpent. That's why he picked this creature, this intelligent creature, to find loopholes in, in the believer's life and to question God's word. So in verse 2, it says, And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And now he's speaking about the uh, special trees that God has put in the midst of the garden. Again, this is a special tree for training, for training purposes only. And we're going to see this, and you see here the loophole in Eve's understanding. Um, in Eve's understanding, he, she mentioned touch, and God never mentioned touch. God never said anything about touch, touching the tree. And this is the lack of clarity in Eve's understanding, and it's spotted here. And here she adds the word of God. She adds to the word of God. And prior to our, tempt prior to our temptation, God had given a command back in Genesis 2, um, 17. And the Lord commanded the man, he's saying, Of every of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. He did not say touch. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. You see, touch was introduced by Eve's own lack of understanding. And her lack of understanding concerning the scripture, which gave the devil the loophole he needed to assert his own beliefs and you know, to accept, assert his own words. Here she asked the word of God rather than saying it is written. And consider that the Lord Jesus Christ, when he was tempted, he refused the first, uh, refused the third person pronoun, but rather made reference to the word of God by saying it is written. And we are not to assert our own words to the scripture or misinterpreted or misrepresented. Now you're going to see, we are come to the point that you're going to see the open eyes here. And when I, before I mentioned the closed eyes was the loss, the, the, the innocent days, the innocent of man. But the open eyes means the loss of innocence because man begin from, from here on, man will lose their innocence. And because now their eyes is going to be open. They are going to know and be aware of evil. And closed eyes symbolizes that man does not know evil. And their eyes were, they were innocent before God. But now their eyes is going to be open to evil. And in verse 4, it says, And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. He, see, he assert his own words. 
And he continued for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be like gods, knowing good and evil. He said that you are going to be like gods when your eyes um when you eat of the tree. See, in addition to God's words, he said you will be like gods. See, he added this God, you know, in, in other words, pride, giving them the, the, the taste of pride. And this lack of understanding gives the Satan the temerity to add to, to, add to God's, God's word. Also, at times, he might omit the word and add to, the, add to God's word. So here you see the devil being the father of lies because he's you know responsible for maneuvering God's word and Jesus called him the father of lies because he's liar he's a liar from the beginning right liar from the beginning and here he sells lies to Eve and in verse 6 it says and the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her. You see, Adam was with her. And he says, and he did eat. Adam ate the fruit also. Now, Adam was not deceived but does not mean he's guilt is guiltless. So he was passive in this uh, in this act. He was a very passive person because he was with Eve, and he ate also. And in 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 First Timothy, concerning about Eve's transgression, in First Timothy two verses fourteen, he says Adam was not deceived. But the woman being deceived was in transgression. You see, also in 2 Corinthians 11 verses 3, he says, But I fear, lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, through his sub subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. But when Adam ate it, 